everyone. Hello. As you can tell, we are not dead. We're not entirely sure what happened last week. One minute, we were admiring Corvids, and the next, it was pitch black out, as if the sun had suddenly been swallowed up. Nobody else experienced an eclipse, right? And the voice, which brings me to the question, was that the voice you heard in your dream, Ellie? Not exactly. Both were femme-sounding voices, but the one in my dream sounded familiar. The one we heard last week was new. It was the strangest sensation because it felt like... It felt like someone had been watching us, and then I heard that voice in my head. Almost like it was coming from in our heads. Ellie, I am so freaked out. What do we do? We followed everything the book said. It wasn't night when we went into the woods, but somehow it turned into nighttime. Maybe we... I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. Should we consult the book? I, you know, I don't know why, but that's a comforting thought. Maybe it has an entry on what to do when time plays tricks on you. The clock hands have moved again. Look, there's a, is that a, that's definitely a number. Mm -hmm. What does that say? 191? Uh, I think so. And the other hands. One is pointing to the word starboard, and the other is pointing to a picture of a throne. I swear. Every time we open this book, I find new things to look at. I think we should start making marks as to where the hands have been. Uh, maybe there's some strange pattern to it. It wouldn't hurt. We'll have to go back and listen to where the hands have been before. I cannot remember exactly where they have been right now. Me either. My brain still feels like scrambled eggs after hearing a strange woman's voice in my head. Yeah, me too. All right, here. I'll mark where they are now with some dots. And who knows? Maybe it'll make a map to some buried treasure. Whatever treasure this book has to offer, it's definitely haunted as fuck. <laughs> I don't think it would be sending us to find gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can dream, though, can I? Dots are marked. Now, let's see if this book has any advice on time trickery. Wait, 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 Ellie. Look, under a guide to starscaping, that looks like fresh ink. Look at it compared to the rest of the contents. It says timescaping. You're right. The subsections read, telling time. You tell that clock you mean business. Wasting time. What to do when you have things to do, but do not want to do them. Oh, gosh. Reading time. Measuring the human construct of time. And time after time, an American classic. I guess this book is a Cindy Lauper fan. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, look, there's more. Oh, okay. Wibble wobble. What to do if you find yourself in a black hole. Um, okay. Difficult time. What to do when your clock appears to have melted. Okay, is uh. this that, what's that famous painting? 
Dolly. Oh, yes, that one. Which is better than, like, you know, melting your kitchen timer accidentally. In the oven. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's plastic. Don't do that. It doesn't go in the oven. doesn't go in the oven. Okay. And, and time tricks when time moves too fast. Okay. There. Okay. I knew it would have advice. Yeah. But you're right, Cordy. This ink looks brand new. I don't think these entries were here before. Maybe you're right. Maybe the book is listening to us. Well, in that case, I think we should see what the book has to say about our situation. It might have something that could help us figure out who or what spoke to us or why time moved so quickly. What page does it say it's on? Page 1008? Jeez, how many pages does this book have? This this looks handwritten, not typed. Yeah, and the the ink is still shiny. It smells like new ink. Here, Cordy, read it. Okay, uh, here we go. Time tricks. When time moves too fast. So you found yourself in a bit of a sudden change in the time. And this isn't a, oh my, look where the time went kind of situation. This change was sudden, jarring, and probably terrifying. Mm-hmm. Definitely terrifying. Okay. There are a few things this could be. If you cannot read your situation below, you may want to consult a physicist, doctor, or simply go to bed. Please note, the human concept is an overly simple, linear, and very boring way to tell the passage of events. Time, in and of itself, is an illusion, but remember that it is also as real as the birthmark on your left shoulder. Okay, how does the book know that you have a birthmark on your left shoulder? That, uh, maybe the author is someone we know? How could that be possible? The book hasn't left our apartment. It could be a coincidence. There are lots of people with birthmarks on their show everywhere. Like I know, but I just think there have been too many strange things to happen for me to believe anything remotely related to a coincidence anymore. Read more. Okay, all right. Um, The first situation you may have found yourself in, you have crossed a fairy circle. Perhaps you stepped on a mushroom or you entered the circle and stood in the center without realizing it. For the solution to this, please read page 263. You will find an entry entitled Identifying, Avoiding, and Neutralizing Fairy Circles. This is recommended reading should the readers choose to go back into the wood. Fairy circles are very common in there. Please note that fae folk have a hard time distinguishing whether something was intentional or an accident. Tread carefully. I I didn't see any mushrooms where we were walking, did you? Uh, I don't think so. I, the fae folk, is it? Are they really real? Uh, according to the book, they are. Uh, we'll have to bookmark that chapter on fairy circles. I don't think we crossed one i feel like we would have seen mushrooms or rocks or something you know yeah but what about what about the rocks that we moved but that wasn't a circle oh that's true well what are the other examples that it gives okay the second situation you may have found yourself in is you have fallen victim to an optical illusion 
the reader, readers, are encouraged to not fret if this is the case. Optical illusions are quite common as well. For reference, see chapter 84 in volume 6, entitled Eyes and Optics, the Science and Hilarity of Optical Illusions. There was more than one witness to the illusion, see volume 3, chapter 2, entitled Common Group Psychiatric Breaks of Folle You may have both just hallucinated. Wait, 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 wait. Volume. There's more than one legendary handbook? I, I, the spine on this says it's volume number 13. Of course it's number 13. Why would it be anything other than a creepy number? Hey, at least it's not number 666. Uh, well, this, imp- with this implication, there could be volume 666 floating around out there. Oh my God. What did Auntie Bridget get herself wrapped up in? There is no way she signed her name in this thing without knowing what it was. That could be the reason we have it now. Maybe she needed us to have it. Yes, but why? I, you, I, you know, I, I'm at a loss here. Well, I don't think we had a shared hallucination. Let's see what the third possible situation is. I'm putting money on that there is a mysterious blue box with a gorgeous David Tennant inside that whisks you away for adventures across the vast universes. (laughs) Nerd. You're one to talk. This is the one doing a whole dissertation on the origins of human languages and how it's connected to tool making. You can't tell me that's not cool as shit, though. It is. But that is just, just so much research and work. If this sentient book doesn't send a fairy assassin after us first. I, you know, I would pay to see what a fairy assassin looked like. I wouldn't. So don't jinx it. Oh, no, okay. <sighs> okay, ready the last one. The third and most rare of these, especially for bumbling neophytes, is you have trespassed into a witch's sacred woods and pissed her off. But also maybe she overreacted a little bit and scared the shit out of you. It's pretty clear it was an accident, even if you offended her ravens and they're still huffy about it. They're not crows. It's a big difference. Way more prideful. Anyway, she probably owes the readers slash trespassers a favor to make amends for mistakes made by an exhausted, harried, and maybe slightly guilty witch. And you'd be surprised how far a debt from a witch who easily plays with light and time can get you. Don't fret, per se, by your offense, but see this as a cautionary tale. Look for signs of three when walking in the woods. Keep your compass handy, and remember time is an illusion. Oh, and bow, greet, and compliment the ravens next time. That's oddly specific. Holy shit. Do you think we stumbled upon a witch's woods and they were just messing with us? And left us this entry to apologize? I don't know where you got the idea that witch was apologizing. The word sorry does not appear in here. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's right. But I guess we were being a little careless. But how are we supposed to know that the woods we have access to belong to a witch? The witch could have left a mark somewhere. 
maybe it was the witch's voice that we heard. This one has to explain it all. I guess I just have more questions now, though. Why turn it nighttime suddenly? Why is there a witch in the woods? Why does this witch know our Auntie Bridget? The entry mentioned something about favors. Well, I think this confirms that the book can hear us, though. Maybe... Does this witch have remote access to the book? Like, team viewer, but for books? (laughs) For all we know, that could be true well listeners thanks for turning in tuning in tuning yes <laughs> not turning in not turning we're not in. turning into we're bed not, <laughs> not going to bed i want to go to bed because this this, this is scary this, this is, is scary weird. and weird um, okay yes now i uh, speaking of scary i really do think this is a cursed book it's <sighs> number 13 of all the numbers super spooky um Although it implies there is more than one legendary handbook, it sounds like they all have their specialties, too. Very spooky. Mm-hmm. I would just like to say how much we appreciate the people listening to this. We love y'all. Also, we would like to thank our listeners for figuring out this strange number code. Turns out, it was a cipher. Yes, and it led to a mysterious message. The message reads... Beware the thicket she is watching. So, we need to watch out for a mysterious femme thicket. I've been wary of bushes ever since we got this message. We really appreciate our community coming together to figure this out. It helps to know others are out there experiencing this with us. It makes all of this a lot less lonely. Thank you all. Until next time, remember, witches are territorial and do not like trespassers, even if it's an accident. We hope you all learn something from our mistakes. Goodbye! The Legendary Handbook was created and developed by Caitlin Chin, Marion Bloom, Unique Chapman O'Brien, and Gabrielle Sarubo. It was written by Gabrielle Sarubo, Unique Trevin O'Brien, Jen Coetz, Gregory D.A. McDonald, and Z. Hope Simon. It was produced by Caitlin Chin and Sirk Chinui. Edited by Alex Santulo, Caitlin Chin, and Gabrielle Sarubo. And our voiceover actors were Cordelia, played by Kate Conover, Eleanor, played by Gabrielle Sarubo, Fiona, by Jossia Reese, and Mel, by Megan Andrew. The original music was composed by Undina. Thanks for listening, everyone, and see you next time.